Mm-hmm. So there was a period in time in our relationship, and this was like borderline. Okay, we we're gonna call it quits because mm-hmm. he just personally felt like I was not showing him love. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. In this season, we will be taking a look at love and relationships in Prince George's County. You will get up close and personal accounts of the crushing pain and pitfalls of love, as well as the overwhelming pleasure and benefits of love from different singles and couples. Our very own Heavenly Bee dives in deep on this heavy topic. So keep your tissues handy as you listen to stories of trial and triumph, betrayal and loyalty, and failure and determination, all in the pursuit of love. I'm David Smalls, and I hope you're ready for love. Stay tuned. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Tamia Lewis. Today is February 6, 2020. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily Podcast, Heavenly Bee presents her second part of a two-part interview with a young couple heading into marriage. Love can seem so easy when you're this smart, mature, and talented. You know you want to hear the rest of this story. Just stay with us. For this season, we're telling the whole story of love and relationships in Prince George's County. First, we have the weather for today. In today's weather, we're looking at more of the same. Our high today is about 50 degrees with rain. Tonight, our low will be about 50 degrees with more rain. All told, we can expect about 3 inches of rain. Rain's going to stay with us into tomorrow, and the high will be in around the mid-50s. Tomorrow night, the rain will finally leave the area. 45 degrees for Saturday under clear sky. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise was at 7.08 a.m., and our sunset will be at 5.33 p.m. for Prince George's County. That's the weather for today, February 6, 2020. Stay with us for today's episode of The Season of Love. We will bring news from the desk of William Torres. In today's news, an officer shot after a routine traffic stop, a rash of burglaries in the county, and a 17-year-old takes the Madden crown for 2020. We're bringing you the news you want to hear about. Immediately following today's news headlines, we bring our next installment of Black History Moments. Right now, though, let's hear from our Prince Georgians of the day, Heavenly Bee, Modega, and Foggy Raw. This is the Prince George's Daily Podcast at PGCC. So now that we've talked about the beautiful parts of your love, um, I want to really talk about the challenges because I think that sometimes we enter into relationships with the idea that challenges won't arise. And when those challenges do arise, we jump ship. Mm-hmm. So what have some been some of the challenges you all faced? And then tell me what has helped you to stay in the relationship and stay grounded during those challenges. Mm. You want to- and you'll probably have two different times. Okay, yeah. So I guess some of the challenges that I guess we faced in our relationship. Well, one of the hardest things that we had to deal with was, and maybe this is superficial, but learning each other's love languages. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of the, like for me, right? I'm a very affectionate person and my love language is like quality time, physical touch. And for him, his love language is... Um, uh, acts of service, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a period in time in our relationship, and this was like borderline. Okay, we we're gonna call it quits because mm-hmm. he just personally felt like I was not showing him love, and I was like, I'm literally up under you every single day. Like, yeah. how much more love can I show you? And he was just like, No, I just feel like you're. And and we then 
you know, he had gotten some counseling from, you know, some of his mentors and they were like, oh, you guys, it's fine. Like, you guys probably just don't know each other's love language. Yeah, it's yeah. normal. It's a normal. But we, I, we had no idea. And this is something that, you know, it comes up every, every, so every, every now and then where I realize that, okay, Mo, you cannot continually, you can't just move, you know, um, the way you want to. You mm-hmm. can't just only show him love the way you want to. You have to think outside of yourself and think like for him and try to figure out how he wants to be loved. Yeah. That way he always feels loved the way he wants to be feel loved as well as him understanding that, oh, maybe I didn't, you know, take out the trash or get you, you know, a cup of ice at Chick-fil-A because that's your favorite. But, you know, I came in and immediately ran to give you a hug. Yeah. And so you, he still understands that even if she's not showing me love the way that I want today, she did show me love. You yeah, know what I mean? just in her way. In her way. And I think that's so important. Um, and I'm going to get to you about, to Jess, about how, what challenges he faced. Mm-hmm. But this is just a, a sidebar about love languages. I think that's one of the most um, groundbreaking books that ever came out. Yeah. In terms of helping people's relationships. Because when you read it, it's like a light bulb goes off. And you're like, ah. Oh. Somebody gets me. I feel heard. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when you realize that maybe they did not mean to be a butthole, or maybe yeah. they not mean to be unloving. Mm-hmm. It's just that they don't. They didn't speak my language. But it also yeah. is groundbreaking for you to know how to speak your partner's language. Because mm-hmm. I'm probably very similar to you in the sense that. I am very affectionate. Yeah. So that physical touch and the words, yeah. I, I'm a words of affirmation person. Mm-hmm. That's like my third one. <laughs> so I'm speaking my yeah. love language to them because mm-hmm. I like to be affirmed yeah. and I like to be touched. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to touch you and yeah. affirm you and you're like, man, I just want you to cook for me. I yeah. like acts of service, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, it has been revolutionary and changing the way I approach relationships and I think the world approaches relationships. So if you have not read the book, please read The Five Love Languages and if you just... Don't feel like reading the whole book. They have a free online quiz where you can find your love language um, in like 10 minutes. So (laughs) try that out and do it with your boo. It's like 50 questions with like 50 easy questions. And it's definitely worth that that time. Yeah. Because the 10 minutes that we spent learning has saved us, you know, like years of either fussing and fighting for nothing. Yeah. And brought us years of like joy and understanding each other better. Awesome. Um, anything you want to add to that or you want to get straight to your challenge, your uh, worst challenge in a relationship? Uh, yeah, one of my uh, challenges in a relationship was when we um, like when we first started dating, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I had um, I had like a lot of emotional like baggage mm-hmm. from like other stuff, like other relationships and stuff like that. So when we first started for like maybe like let's say the first year like Mo always kind of wanted to break up with me and like was borderline just always out the door mm. and it's because of like I was subconsciously pushing away yeah like I subconsciously was so mentally in a different type of place so I remember okay it got to the point where Mo was really like okay you know I'm really just gonna leave and then like I remember one day I really felt it and it just has like it was kind of like it made me look at myself okay think about all the stuff you're going through why are you expressing mm-hmm. your emotions this way why are you treating her like this and i really had to do it like a deep dive and really do you some know, introspection introspection and some all that stuff and then that really like helped us too so because you can't just keep you can't take the past you like into the future like you know what i'm saying to build this new relationship so tell me what you did to get through that to to, to kind of shake 
the that baggage because every single one of us have baggage unless yeah. you've and even if you if it's your first relationship you may have some baggage from watching your upbringing the relationships in your upbringing mm-hmm. so how do you get past that what is what are the things that you remind yourself of when you find that old trauma trying to creep in well I, I mean I don't know so as much like if it still be trying to creep in as much it's not too much of a big fight now but I feel like back then I just had to like confront because it's like sometimes you go through stuff when you're younger you you hide in it from mm-hmm. yourself so you lie to yourself like oh that's not why that's not why but just really being open like talking to myself about things I went through why it makes me feel like this and then did some, you share it with Mo? Yeah, share it with Mo, you know, share with other people and really just start that process of, like, just being open so you can start to grow from it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. So, Mo, what did what did him sharing those things with you do for you in um, the relationship? Um, I think it made me a little bit more understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like I was... I felt like I was able to under like understand him more, have a little bit more compassion, yeah, um, and just a little bit more grace because I feel like, but prior to that, I didn't really understand, you know, like why is he treating me this way? Yeah, like, like we're either we're really really good or like it's really he's really really mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it also kind of just helped me understand that like. It's not you. It's him. <laughs> it is a certain piece that comes with that. Yeah. No, okay. It's just, yeah. he's going through his own thing. Yeah, I'm know. just going to be here for him. Right, yeah. So, w- let's flip this, though. What was the baggage that you brought? Oh, I mean, I re- even, like, the first day, like, when he told me he liked me, like, literally liked me, I was like, um, so... Uh, like what are your intentions like mm-hmm. just you crazy. had suspicions i had suspicions i had trust issues um it was just a lot and i you know like everything you did i was like who are you with what are you doing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so what was that thing that made y'all stick it out and do the work i think we just love. Yeah. yeah and and love and the love was there but also like we just knew that y'all was for each yeah, other. Yeah, you know, like, I personally, I just knew, like, oh, this is my partner. Mm-hmm. Like, before, and, and the friendship, you know? I feel like the friendship that we had in the relationship had that we had built was, it was it was always easy to fall back on that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to just make sure that when you're dating, you there's a friendship base. Yeah. Yeah, because you can always, even when you're having the roughest of fights, like, even when me and Jesse fight, if we're arguing, we bicker or whatever, we don't even really bicker if we have like a little argument like literally less than an hour later I'm like hey what are you doing you know <laughs> because like obviously we're annoyed but like you're my best friend so yeah. like we'll, we'll, we're gonna get through this situation but there's no need for us to be you know what I'm saying yeah. angry at each other just because we don't necessarily agree, agree. Yep. yeah mm-hmm. so um you say that hold on I lost my train of thought okay. I had a specific question off of that oh Earlier, mm-hmm. we talked about how you knew right away that that was your husband. Yeah. What was that process like waiting for him to get the revelation? <laughs> like, were you, like, annoyed or you just were patient with the process and him finding out? Because you knew. So you just, like, you just need to find out, boy. So you mean while we were together before we even met? When y'all, you know, when y'all met and y'all start dating, mm-hmm. like, you he, knew he was your husband. I knew he, he was my husband. He didn't know until, like, two, he said yeah, two, two years. Yeah, two years later. Yeah. So what was mm-hmm. that like for you, Mo? Like, because you knew you was already sold. <laughs> like, what was that? 
like feeling like were you like god okay are you sure because he don't know or you just went with well you know what's interesting is even though he says two years he always made his intentions known that he wanted to marry me in the future Mm -hmm. so like in the very beginning i was not dating to date i was dating to marry even though i was like 19 i was still like uh uh-uh like i what is there's no games to be played here period yeah so with the beginning of our relationship i made sure that he knew that like hey if we're dating it like this this is not a joke like it's not a game like what what's up i think he knew that we were dating to marry but when he knew knew like oh this is going to be my waiting it out was not a problem to me because we were learning each other and And y'all are so young we're so young yeah exactly we were learning each other so it i don't think it was ever a thing in my head like oh how come he doesn't know i think it was just like hmm he gonna see sooner or later. He he get it. <laughs> he get it. You know what I'm saying? Cause hello. And do you do you know me? Do you see what's <laughs> in front of you? Right. <laughs> okay. All right. So what about the travel thing? Because oh, you are an artist, and so thankfully to God, your move your music is moving, and they affords you opportunities to travel for work. Mm-hmm. What kind of strain or what kind of strain has to have on on the relationship and how do you all combat that? Um, it used to have a big strain on the relationship because um you know, Mo she like uh uh her love language is the touch and you know, mm-hmm. just like that quality quality time. time. So it's like, okay, well, there was a time where I had even moved away. Like it wasn't even like I was traveling, like I had just moved for like a couple months. So it was really a strain at that point. But I feel like we've just learned to be able to, you know, maneuver through it better. And also, I try not to go for, like, crazy long periods without coming back for some breaks and stuff like that. So Yeah. And I also think we have that trust where it's like, okay, you know, I'm gone. But, you know, she just trusts me. And, you know, we trust in our love. Like, it's like, okay, the love will just carry us through. Oh. You know all that space, so you know what I'm saying. So how you keep the chicks up off of you? Cause you okay, gotta, cause I'm like the bodyguard that you don't even know. There, <laughs> yeah. what's up? Like, what you tell these chicks? Oh, I mean, I don't really even. We, it's not conversations like that. They don't be coming at you. <laughs> oh, they do, but it's just like it's not like a two sided conversation. You know, <laughs> yeah. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yes, it's more. Hello. Uh, what up? <laughs> what up? <laughs> All right. See you there. See you later. Oh my gosh. Mo. Yeah. How has that affected you? That's from that was from his perspective. Yeah. He, no. was, he was not. He was nicer about it. He he moved to California when we when we were dating. This was like year two, I think. And it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to experience as far as love. Like I I it, I literally felt like I was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I just. I'm not we were long distance as far as being two hours away from each other but like by coastal yeah oh no 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 that was different time zones like not him not being able to talk me to bed me not being able to wake him up in the morning like uh, oh mm, that was the ghetto (laughs) and he moved back (laughs) I made him move back because I just he I couldn't do it and I was just like I don't think we're gonna be able to do this Mm -hmm. because it's already just so hard for me and I think I like for a while I was like oh you know you're ruining his career you know like you need to let him be out there but then I I thought to myself you know 
You, you one, one. I didn't put a gun to his head to come back. And you have to be very transparent yeah, about how exactly you feel. Yeah, exactly how you feel. How I feel is also very important. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a, a very good and valid point to put out here to the listening audience because a lot of times we compromise who we are and our true desires. And like Sarah Jakes always says, you abandon yourself mm-hmm. to please someone else. And then you use it ends up in resentment. Yeah. So it was good that you were able to express that, mm-hmm. and as you were able to express that, he found a solution. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So he didn't have to stop traveling. I just needed when I when I'm done, I need I to come back, back to you. Yep, I gotta come back. Yep. I, I can't go home. to L. A. Yeah, right. I you got know? home. Yeah. yeah. And I I think even now when he travels, it's it's been much easier because I also had to find myself creatively, mm-hmm. and you know when he travels, I'm also working. Um, I actually, if he's traveling, I actually like pile up work. So like I work more than when yeah. I normally do so that I keep myself busy and I'm not bothering him mm-hmm. while he's working to the point where like, he'd be like, oh, you're always so busy while he's on tour. I'm like, <laughs> you the one on tour. We all, we both busy. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like the traveling has gotten much easier that as we've gone, gotten in a yeah, I, Like this last tour wasn't hard at all. Really? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't. But I think like, like the tour before that, what was the tour before that? Um, it was like a little tour. I mean, I, that, this is my first real, real tour. tour but the yeah. tour before that was even kind of hard for me. Yeah, it was like yeah. three days, three it, or four days. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I was still like, <gasps> when are you coming back? Oh my god! Oh, I, I know what you mean. I know, no, no, back. I know what you mean. The tour before that, yeah. What was that? It was um RG. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was longer. It was. It wasn't longer, but he was just gone. It wasn't a longer tour. He was just gone longer. So mm-hmm. with this tour, he had breaks like every week. Okay. Or so I saw him. Either I traveled or he came back here. The tour before that was just like show after show after show after show. Yeah. And they were just traveling together and it it wasn't as organized, so we didn't have like a set schedule. Like it was it was a, it wasn't yeah, but now when he tours, like, you know, we immediately align our schedules to see when I can come out to him yeah. and when he can come back home. And does FaceTime help? Absolutely. But we, we are a phone couple. Like we're always like most couples like text. No, I like to talk. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Girl, we're definitely yeah us too we're always on always on facetime you can i don't yeah. even be texting her back to yeah me. like he'll text me i'll text him and he'll he just won't he'll just, or just call it. yeah he'll just i'll just have to call him and he'll pick up but yeah. he just will not text me yeah and i love it because and, and, and it's also a certain connection that comes with hearing somebody's voice yeah you know yeah all right so last question guys looking forward into the future because i like to look there <laughs> What advice would you give your children about love based on your experiences of love? Mm, that's a really good question. Yeah, that's a good question. You want to go first? No, you go ahead. No, I can go ahead. So I can give him time. Uh, I think um, advice that I would give to my children as far as love is the number one thing. Like I said, make sure you have a friendship with this person. Make sure you like them as a friend um, before you guys, you know, a f- like make it official because yeah. I think if you like somebody as a friend you can because my best friend it doesn't matter what she does like I she gets on my last nerve mm-hmm. I'd be like I'm I'm done with her mm-hmm. but like she you know I just love her our friendship so much that I can't break up with her you know yeah. what I mean yeah and not in like a toxic way she's not toxic she, we were just so different um for for you're you, human. She's, a, she's a Libra, and I'm a oh. Gemini. So we're oh, cut it off. <laughs> but y'all both are air. Y'all yeah. should be rolling smooth. Oh no, we are. We yeah. both, like we're roll dogs. But her, she's uh she lacks like like she'll be They're like indecisive. Not even that. She's actually very decisive. Oh good. Yeah. She the thing about her is 
she lacks communication. So okay. like sh she'll DM me on Instagram and be like, oh, I just talked to you yesterday. And I'm like, <laughs> like, and I'm like no, you didn't. We just DM'd. Like, yeah. I, she's like, but I just commented that's on like, That's just like a birthday shout out on yeah. Instagram, but you didn't call like me. Didn't call me. Yeah, yeah, like I'm like, no, Nima, we haven't talked. But anyways, <laughs> I see all that to say. Our, our friendship is like this. Like we're yeah, like, solid. Naked, you know, and I, I would never leave her for anybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have that friendship with somebody, it can withstand the test of time. Yeah. It can withstand a lot of we. She lives on. She lives on the West Coast now. She lives in California. We're still best friends, and nothing has changed except for her area code. And I think with me and Jesse is the same thing. Where we we have so much fun together. Mm -hmm. Like as like friends, just friends. Yeah. Like we find we we don't even have that much in common, but like we just have the most fun time. And I think for my children, I would tell them make sure that this person that you're you're interested in you can imagine them as just your best friend because that's who they're going to end up being mm -hmm. you know for the rest of your life and it's, it just reminds me of when people say you can't just love your partner you gotta like them too you gotta like them yeah i like you yeah <laughs> like you too <laughs> it's <Nah>. your turn <laughs> i would tell my kids um definitely it's like i don't want to just be so cliche but the same thing like they just got to be your friend and you got to know that I feel like, okay, I'm going to be different. One thing is you can't be banking on, okay, I think I see all this crazy potential in you, so I'm going to try to stick with you, and then hopefully you grow into that. It got to mm. be, obviously, you're going to have potential, but what are you right now? Do I love you right now at this very moment? Could yeah. I be with you right now? And if you feel like you can't, I feel like that's not a good thing. Like you That's gotta really be, good advice. You know that's advice that I had to learn through trial and error is, Especially as women, we will fall in love with some potential. Yeah. And a lot of times, not all times, but a lot of times, people don't reach the potential that they have. Yeah. And so then you're resentful and you're sad because now you're in a situation where you're dissatisfied. Um, trying to paint a picture that does not exist. Gotcha. So that's some great advice. That's not like some fatherly advice that you would tell your daughter. <laughs> Probably wouldn't tell your son that. <laughs> you right, know, right. you know they got yeah, different yeah. advice for the son and the daughter. No, that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. Maybe, but thank you guys so 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 much for your time. This has been insightful. It has been a pleasure, and I cannot wait to see what the future holds for the Foggy Ross. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Until next week, guys. Good day. Hi Prince George's County, I am Lillian Torres and here is the latest news for today. Two police detectives in Maryland are recovering after being shot during a chase with the suspect in a homicide investigation. News outlets report the first detective was shot while trying to conduct a traffic stop with the suspect late Wednesday. The detective was shot near the Baltimore City border with Anne Arundel County. A second detective chased the suspect into another community where he was shot in a shootout with the suspect. Both officers are in stable condition. The suspect did get away. The number of houses getting burglarized has increased since the start of the year, even with home cameras installed in Prince George's County. A Maryland woman said during the Super Bowl she came home to find that her lampstand had been knocked over and $200 miss were missing, with her windows broken. Her cameras did not catch anything because the wires were clipped. Out of the 11 homes burglarized, 
eight had people living inside. Eight cases happened in District Heights, while others were around Prince George's County. Police offer service. If you feel unsafe, they will send a police officer to make sure everything is okay. And for our last news story, at 17 years old, Noah Johnson is the youngest video gamer ever to win the Madden Challenge. Now, the DeMatha Catholic High School senior is preparing for April's Madden NFL 20 Bowl, brimming with confidence that he can win it all. Last week, Noah beat the pros and won the coveted Madden Championship belt and the $35,000 prize at the January 28th Challenge in San Francisco. Video game esports are growing by leaps and bounds and far from being a solo endeavor. Noah said gaming builds relationships and real skills. He also plays on DeMatha's baseball team, but points out that while some kids may not be able to compare physically, they could excel at gaming. Between his studies at DeMatha, Noah is diligently practicing for the Madden NFL 20 Bowl that will be held April 23rd with a total prize pool of $220,000. His hopes are high. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres. Hey guys, it's your girl Mo Diggs and I'm here with today's Daily Black History Moment. Today's Black History Moment is about W.E.B. Dubois. Scholar and activist W.E.B. Dubois became the first African-American to earn a Ph.D. from Harvard University in 1895. He wrote extensively and was the best-known spokesperson for the African-American rights during the first half of the 20th century. Dubois co-founded the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People in 1990, the NAACP. A proponent of Pan-Africanism, Dubois helped organize several Pan-African Congresses to free African colonies from European powers. He also coined the concept, the Talented Tenth. This concept was emphasizing the necessity for higher education to develop leadership capacity among the most able 10% of Black Americans. Dubois was one of a number of intellectuals who feared that what they saw as the overemphasis on industrial training would confine blacks permanently to the ranks of second-class citizens. That was coined by Booker T. Washington. In order to achieve political and civil equality, Dubois stressed the importance of educating African-American teachers, professional men, ministers, and spokesmen who would earn their special privileges by dedicating themselves to leavening the lump and inspiring the masses. Thank you, W.E. Dubois, for your talented 10th concept and pouring back into the Black community. That's it for today's Daily History Moment. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.